Today we are talking about the games you want to see at E3, all the things are coming to Netflix, and why wouldn't you want to hang out with creepy Uncle Luke Skywalker? All this and much more, this is Nerds with Mics. Hey everyone, I'm Travis. I'm Justin. And I'm Maxwell. And this is episode 52, recorded on May 29th, 2017 at 8.12 p.m., guys. Just in case anyone wants to know Eastern Time. All right. Uh, Nerds with Mics is a podcast about movies, TV shows, games, technology, and the old dreaded much more. So, guys, how's it going? Everybody good? Doing all right. Doing all right. Yeah. All right. Well, you know, this week I'm not going to let Justin start first. Max, I want to talk to you about what you've been up to this week. Well, I've been up to um, a big move because I physically moved from the west coast to the east coast of Florida. Um, which drive time isn't that bad. It was like two hours, but, uh, you know, we had to pack everything up, load it up in the U-Haul, drive over here and then unload everything. And it was a very, very exhausting weekend. Oh, um, so I haven't, honestly, you don't even have internet in the house right now. So we are doing this the old, uh, hotspot way. And, because of that and the limitations of how much internet I have as a hotspot, I'm going to say that uh, I was only able to watch a show called um, um, Girl Boss. It's on Netflix. It's a good show. Um, aside from that, it's just been unloaded and trying to get the house together. So huh? so not a whole lot on the nerd front because you've been moving and unpacking and packing and all that good stuff. Huh? Correct mundo. Yeah. Well, Justin, what about you, buddy? Um, I... Got caught up on House of Cards, finally, because the new season comes out tomorrow. Uh, when you listen to this, it'll already be out. I probably will have already finished it. <laughs> uh, maybe not. Um, got caught up on Better Call Saul and Fargo, which, wow, Fargo. And then I watched Lego Batman five times. Uh, not by choice. My son chose to. And uh, it's good. It's the best Batman movie released in the last three years. So you so. actually said it's canon. Is that right? It is, yeah. I believe it is. Zach Galifianakis plays the Joker. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> it's fantastic. It is a good movie. I'll have to, so, I'll have to watch it. Um, can you tell me what you thought of Turbo Kid? I thought it was good. It was a little different. And I, I did like all the 80s feel, the 80s feel to it. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. pretty good. What did about like that my, ending, though? Uh, you know, I don't want to talk about the ending. A lot of people probably haven't seen it yet. I'd rather just not talk about it. <laughs> It really pulled on your heartstrings, right? Yeah, I wouldn't say that. Did it make you feel simply the best? Yeah. So, as you said at the end of the last episode, that was going to be your kind of personal challenge was to fill it in and watch uh, Turbo Kid. And I said split. Split? Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So, how was Split? Fantastic. He just has all those different personalities and just is <laughs> fantastic. It's really creepy. How many personalities is it? I would say it's like 23 or 26. Maxwell, have you seen Split? Yes. Okay. Yeah, Did you? Right. It's like 26, No, right? I just, I, mean, I actually. I'm the only one? I just got it, so I'm going to watch it what probably. What are you talking about? Tonight. I saw it. <laughs> you didn't see it. <laughs> Anyways, uh, I myself have been up to mostly just catching up on TV shows, a lot of work. Work's been really busy the past few days. Um, also been getting into playing Horizon Zero Dawn, which I know that game's been out for a while. However, I'm finally starting to go back and start to play my backlog games, um, and I'm having a really good time with it. 
Maxwell, I know that you would love it, but uh, unfortunately, your PS4 has no room. That's right. So it can't it can't take anymore. So, uh, but yeah. So that's pretty much all I've been up to. Um, before we get into our big topic, uh, Maxwell, we wanted to kind of talk about sharing and leaving reviews, right? Because I know that was a big thing that we talked about last week as well, right? That's right. Yes. So it's really important for us. Um, if you guys are listening to the show and you enjoy it. It's the best thing, the absolute best thing that you can do for us is leaving reviews on uh, iTunes um, because that's what helps push us up the list. Um, And, of course, with more attention, we're going to get more listeners. Then we start to get into our Patreon. We can get more donations. We can put all of the funds that we have into this show. Right now, this is coming out of our pockets. Anything we do for this show, we want to do the giveaways. Um, If you haven't watched our Patreon video, please do that. but the best way to get there, um, the more reviews we get, of course, but it's, it's about sharing. So the more you can share this with your friends, if you can just uh, you know, post our website or share from our Facebook page um, onto your own social media, um, that will be the, uh, the best way to help us succeed is by you guys sharing our product. Yeah, so if you're getting news from our Facebook page and you find that you're getting it there first before you get it somewhere else, just go ahead and share that with your friends because that can help us a ton. Um, also, uh, I want to challenge our listeners or our viewers, depending on how you choose to consume our content. Uh, if you haven't checked out our Patreon page, make sure to do so. Uh, you know, you can actually donate. I know this is going to sound like a Sarah McLaughlin commercial, so go ahead and cue that music. But but honestly, you can you can commit to pay uh, to donate a dollar a month, one dollar a month, and I know that seems like not a whole lot, but if we get enough people to do it, we're actually able to make enough money to pay the bills, keep the lights on, and able to do monthly giveaways. And that's the big thing that we want to do is get to the point where we're able to produce more content, we're able to give back to the listeners. Because that's the whole reason we're really doing this is because we want to interact with our listeners, right? And what better way to do that than to do giveaways and and things like that? So yeah. And, and yeah. I know we have, um, based on the listens that we have and the people that follow us on our social media, um, the listeners and the viewers, whether you're on YouTube or listening through a podcast, um, if you haven't followed our social media, I, I would highly recommend you do that. Not because it's just a good way, is it not only a good way to interact with us if you have things to say, share, whatever, um, but our social media really is kind of like a different part of nerds with mics it's like its own kind of thing so what you'll get from there um is maybe news about topics that we haven't discussed on the show uh either because maybe it's just it was interesting but wasn't big enough to put in or the timing didn't work out to uh, discuss it in the show or maybe it's something like exclusive like just we find out about it um like massive um casting choices or movies that are being made or canceled or whatever we'll discuss it we'll post up either pictures on instagram or twitter um, or discuss it on facebook uh so you can go there to those different media aspects and get a whole different experience of nerds with mics um but it's the best way when we discuss things on our show that you can go in and leave feedback for the next episode yeah yeah absolutely so all right well Thanks for uh, thanks for listening. Uh, we're not going to end the show, however, but I do want to thank everybody for the listeners that we do have and for the support we got through feedback. Um, so if you guys have any feedback for us around things that we can do differently, that's also something that we want to hear from you as well. So without further ado, let's get into some our big topic, guys. Uh, yes. So last week we actually asked, 
what were your E3 predictions and what would you like to see at E3? Um, and I know we're going to get into ours, but, but before we do that, let's get into some of our survey feedback. So um, one of the ones that I heard that I was really surprised because I kind of forgot about this game is Alan Wake 2. Um, Maxwell, I think you watched me play Alan Wake, right? The That's one right. where you have to, you have the flashlight and all that. You yeah, played it, right? That. Yeah, so, uh, and this was a Microsoft exclusive, so, you know, with Scorpio coming out, uh, you know, that's one of the things that, because I was reading an article, I, I I can't remember why I was reading it, but they said that it's not going to be enough for Scorpio to be the most powerful console to date, they also need the games to go along with it, so I think that Microsoft needs to double down on exclusives. Uh, so yeah, so Alan Wake 2, uh, Rayman 4, um, I haven't played a lot of the Rayman games. Have you played no. Rayman? No, <clears throat> Maxwell, I don't think you probably nope. played them either. Uh, however, Borderlands 3. Yes. I am hoping to see a Borderlands 3 for sure. Uh, I know Maxwell will probably be excited to see this Final Fantasy 7 remake because I know he's a Final Fantasy fan. Uh, I know one of our listeners, Justin, uh, he wrote in and said Shimu 3, yep. which... Uh, Man, it's been almost 10 years, I think, since Shimu 2, maybe, or maybe an older it's been a long time. Yeah, so Shimu 3, um, and then also Kingdom Hearts 3. Um, I don't anticipate Final Fantasy 7 or, or Kingdom Hearts 3 coming out this year. I think they said it's in like their three year plan. Yeah, so we'll have to wait and see. I would like to see some gameplay maybe at E3, even if it's not um, going to be this year, but I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah, the Final Fantasy 7 remake is, is very appealing because, um, of course, you know, Final Fantasy 7 was a turn based. And this is in the days of uh, really bringing in the three D effect of final to Final Fantasy. But the um, the worlds were you know solid images, and then the sprites, the characters would go through those solid environments, kind of like the first couple of Resident Evil games. Now this remake is totally redone, and it's going to be more like Final Fantasy fifteen, where it's third person perspective, lower camera than what. Um, the other one was, and you get to fully interact with the environment with moving cameras, which is really cool. I can't wait. Yeah, I heard the gameplay is going to be modeled more after the new Final Fantasy game, um, which will be kind of interesting. So I guess we'll just have to wait and see. Justin, did you want to cover some of the feedback we got from Reddit? <clears throat> yeah, uh, on Reddit, uh, well, first of all, sorry to the gaming subreddit. Uh, your mods chose to silence you when you participate in the poll. But from the uh, subreddits that did allow the poll to be displayed, uh, Skate 4 was a big one. That one came up a lot. Uh, you guys really want a sequel to that. Uh, a new rock band, which that would be nice, but I don't think it'll happen mm-hmm. since Mad Cats doesn't exist anymore. Right. A new Borderlands, which we think would be great. And then this is one that would be interesting and amazing. Uh, Watch Dogs Blood Dragon. Which like Blood Dragon Far Cry. Like, yeah. That would be awesome. Like 80s? That would yeah. be kind of sweet. That would be fantastic. So Yeah, that's... Yeah, I've not ever thought about that. Yeah. That would be really interesting. So, um, all right. So, I'm actually not going to go first. Maxwell, I'll let you start. So, what is some of the things that you'd like to see out of E3? All right. So, I absolutely need to see a Metroid game, but I, it's not going to happen. That's something that Nintendo could do to blow our minds if they really wanted to. Um, but I don't, I just, I don't have my hopes up. I think that we will see that Mario and Rabbids uh, game that we ta- uh, discussed last week. I think we'll see right. it in a lot more detail, uh, and it certainly has my curiosity with this whole multiplayer uh, turn base. So I'm ready to see an Alien VR game so I can have a big old shit in my pants. 
Uh, and I mean a full game like Isolation, not the mini experience from last month titled uh, Alien Covenant in Utero. And I say this, but I don't even own any kind of VR to support this want. But maybe if there's something good enough, it'll convince me to buy it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, possibly. Or uh, I don't know how you're going to be able to play. You have no room on your PlayStation, but you know it's fine. I'll have to buy an Xbox eventually. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> Write that down. At 13 minutes <coughs> into this episode, he said he might have to buy an Xbox. That's right. <laughs> oh my gosh! All right, Justin, what would you like to see? More than anything, well, I take that back. <laughs> More than anything, SOCOM. <laughs> yeah. Um, I need it. Come on, Yoshida. It's been far too long. Um, but then after that, I really want a new Splinter Cell. We haven't had one since Blacklist. That's been. Several years, at least yeah. five, if not more. Yeah, it's time. Come on, Ubisoft, get on it. Uh, and then I just want Microsoft to have a strong uh, first-party lineup. I don't know if they will, but they might. Yeah, my question is: Do you think that Microsoft is going to be more about just showing off the Scorpio as opposed to their game library? Well, it's not going to matter. I do not want to see another Forza game this year. I have a feeling we're going to see Motorsport this year, aren't we? Since we had Horizon Maybe last for Scorpio. year. Yeah possible yeah i just want to see some new original things and speaking of which so mine i want to see a new star wars action adventure game um i know we're obviously getting battlefront right but i want something that is either like an a new knights of the old republic game or something that is just an action adventure type star wars game i need that Uh, i'm also curious to hear more details about the ps4's exclusive spider-man game that's one that I would like to see more details about, maybe gameplay, maybe also uh, a date. I also want to hear more details about Sea of Thieves because yeah. I don't think we have a date for when it's going to release. I could see Sea of Thieves being one of those games that they show off in detail. And they're like, and they're like guess this. what? When you get home today, you'll be playing it. Yeah, I don't know. There's many, well, as many, as many uh, betas they've been doing. Not that I've been involved in any of them, but if I was, they've been doing a lot of them. Uh, also, Borderlands 3, if they announce it. Nothing's been obviously announced, yeah. right? Um, and then if I'm looking for something unexpected that probably wouldn't happen, Metroid game from Nintendo, which Maxwell already said. Yeah. Uh, and also something maybe from the studio that was responsible for Fable. I know that obviously they closed the studio. However... Um, I think Sony grabbed them, didn't they? Yeah. However, I think my- Microsoft still owns the rights to Fable. Can, yeah. I, uh, and can it, I just... But in real quick and say, Justin, yeah. next time you get a drink, will you add as much possible ice to it as you can? <laughs> yes. Yes. But anyways. Oh, I just oh wow. water everywhere. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> anyways, uh, you know, I would like to see maybe something from Fable uh, because they do also own uh, Microsoft owns Rare. So maybe Rare could do something with the yeah. property. I don't know. That would be the perfect developer to do it. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree. You think we'll see a new Banjo-Kazooie? No. You don't think so? No, I don't think so. Yeah. All right. Well, only time will tell. I mean, uh, E3 comes uh, June 13th through the 15th, I think, is I when, so. when E3 is. So we don't have to wait that long to find out. Um, but speaking of games, let's go ahead and get into some gaming news. And I'm actually really excited to hear about this first topic. Justin... You've actually had the chance to play Friday the 13th, right? I have. Um, and lay it on us. Huh? I said lay it on us. Okay. Is it perfect? No. Is it buggy? Yes. Is it glitchy? Yes. Which I think buggy and glitchy are the same thing. 
Is it fun? Yes. It is so much fun, especially when you're playing with a group of friends. And that's actually the only way I've been able to play. Matchmaking is broken currently. So if you don't have a group of friends, it's hard to recommend. But private matches are available. So for the last couple of days, my friends and I have been playing. And it is terrifying. Really? Yeah. Like, what we will do is is we will join a game and we'll set it to where Jason is random. And whoever's Jason can't say it's them. That's just a... Oh, oh yeah. That's a good way that's to just, do that. Yeah, that's just... Now, once we meet up with everybody, we'll know who it is. But we don't know right off the bat. <clears throat> that's pretty good. Yeah. And it's just... It's terrifying. Like, you'll think you're in the clear. Like, I was like... Do, like looking for car keys or batteries or whatever because there's ways to escape or get away. And I thought I was in the clear. My buddy had just gotten killed all the way across the map. But that doesn't matter because you know how Jason's everywhere? Yeah. Jason has a teleport ability. <laughs> so he can just show up behind you if he knows where you are. So I'm sitting there digging. All of a sudden I hear an axe come through the door. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> how, and I just start running. Huh? How will he know the different ways? Like how could he know where you're at if he didn't just see you? He can sense your fear. So if he like takes out like a power generator and the lights go out, my fear level raises and <laughs> I start to, I start to glow red. And if I'm being chased, that red gl- uh, glows even brighter. Um, Is there any way to calm yourself down? Like if you get in a hiding spot, like yeah, eventually, yeah. If you get far enough away or whatever, yeah. Maxwell's so intrigued. Yeah, I am. The only it's reason nuts. <laughs> Watching the trailer for this, the big thing that turned me off was just like how disgustingly gory it looks. It. Is yeah. I actually I was hiding in a sleeping bag and this wasn't even graphic but it was disturbing. I was hiding in a in a tent in a sleeping bag, and I didn't know Jason was around me. And then all of a sudden I just see him walk past me and I pressed the whole breath button but it was too late. Next thing I know he grabs me and he just swings me like a baseball bat against the tree. Jeez. And you're in your. You just hear me crunch. <laughs> and I was like, that's so Is disgusting. everything interactive pretty much? Like, is a lot of things interactive? Because I think about, like, being a in a tent and getting in a sleeping bag. Like, that's pretty well, neat. You just press the button to get in the tent, and then when he pulls you out, you're in the sleeping bag. Ah, okay. Yeah, it's like a one button. Yeah, yeah, does I got you. That. Yeah. But just that crunch of me hitting the tree and the bag slowly turning red was just disgusting. Wow. But you can, like, yeah, cut off heads. Just... I- I've seen him curb stomp people up against rocks. I haven't had that happen yet. Yeah. But... It's fun. So you're saying that there's a lot of fun, but there's also a lot of problems with it. And their Twitter account is constantly like updating. So yeah, how can they? How can a game come out and have be this essentially this broken? For well, especially early ma- matchmaking. It is early access. Oh, okay, it's on the full release. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. I didn't um, know that. Yeah, it's early access. Um, it's forty dollars. It will be sixty because it didn't even launch with a single player campaign. Is the full is the full release sometime in October? Supposedly. Maybe I'm not sure. Yeah. But the developer, it's four guys in Lexington, Kentucky. And Adam Sessler. Yeah, well, he's, I think he's, is he a developer or is he just a, like a financer? Uh, well, I think he's still, I, I think he's more like a financer, but still, yeah. he is also helping with Four it. guys in Lexington, Kentucky run this game, and they're wow. taking so much hate on Reddit right now because their game released on Friday. Microsoft botched it on their end. Um, Supposedly, that Microsoft uploaded the beta version where the PS4 and Steam people got the real version. Sounds and like then, you got the short end of the stick there. I'm having a good time. I don't care. Okay. But then, uh, but then they're mad that a patch hasn't come out, and I'm like, dude, it's a holiday weekend. You're not getting a patch today. Like they could be working on it all day. Microsoft, no one's home to put it up. Yeah. So it doesn't matter. 
But that sucks. So these four guys are taking a beating for releasing a really fun game. Yeah, it's broken. But but you said if you're not doing just matchmaking by yourself, then it's fine. Like if you have like a group of friends. Yeah. And you could play 1v1. You could play 1v6 or 7. I, I forget. I like the fact that you can do like people are randomly Jason. And I like the yeah. idea that you had of not telling who's who. Now, is yeah. there any like, benefit of having um, like working together in the game? Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's encouraged because each task, there's a few different ways for you to leave uh, the camp. And each one requires several steps to take place. And um, so it's easier if you have more people looking for stuff, like to get the car running. Oh, you have so to you, have the but battery. you definitely need to split up? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. But if one person dies and you get the radio, you can call in Tommy Jarvis. Who He's the only person who can kill Jason. Who's wow. Tommy Jarvis? It's a character from the movies. It, uh, was that his... Um, who was it? He kills Jason, doesn't he? I think he was in the first one. And... Yeah, he's a reoccurring character. He's played by Corey Feldman. Oh, nice. Ta- Tommy what? Jarvis. But yeah, he's a character from the movies who I think he kills Jason in one of the movies. But um, but he's the only one who can kill him in this. So Now, yeah. uh, do they talk about having an expansion to the game, DLC, um, There's gonna to be do a single player. Jason oh. X? In space. Okay. <laughs> I don't know about that, but there are multiple variations of Jason you could play as. Yeah. I, I Yeah, and that, like different skins or whatever, yeah. which is really yeah. cool. And I was really joking because Jason X and that in space <laughs> thing is like just the yeah. worst. They might. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, he, yeah, he's evidently one of the only ones that's ever killed Jason, yeah. supposedly. Yeah, that's really interesting. And whoever, someone who has died goes back as Tommy Jarvis. That's oh, cool. really? Yeah. But, like, whenever you're Jason, you start off, like, in a hut with, like, your mom's head and, like, a sweater, and it's creepy. And your mom will whisper things to you while you're Jason. And you move, like, really slow, I assume, right? Uh, Not as slow as you would think. And in the water, you fly, basically. You're really... And you go underwater. So, like, if they're swimming, they have no idea you're there. Oh, man. It's nuts. I'll have to check it out. It's it, fun. It sounds really cool. It's buggy, and people are mad, and I get it. It's 40 bucks. It's a lot of money for a game that doesn't work. But if you've already got a group of people, I highly recommend it. Yeah, and, and it's it early access. Fixed. And it's I mean, early access. And you said they're getting a story mode? Yeah, there's a single-player campaign that hasn't been released with it, and that'll be just added on whenever it's done. Oh, that sounds really cool. All right, well, let's talk about another game that I'm excited about. So I think when we spoke last week, uh, I think we recorded on a Wednesday, I think, last week, right? Um, we had gotten the picture and a teaser trailer for Far Cry, but we didn't get the full-on trailer. Yeah. Uh, the full-on trailer, I think, released like Friday at like 6 a.m. like Pacific time. Um, did you get a chance to watch the trailer? Yeah. Maxwell, yes. did you? Yeah. yeah. So, Justin, I'll start with you. What were your all's, What were your thoughts about the trailer? Feels just like living in this tri-state area, <laughs> <laughs> especially after your all's Facebook conversation. That's right. <laughs> oh man, yeah. Um, it looks nuts, and I'm so happy that the game is taking place in America and tackling some of these issues because it's going to be a heavy game. I think it's going to have a lot to do with politics, like yeah. current and world stuff, and yeah. Because if you think about it, this is the first Far Cry game that's taken place, like, not in an exotic location. Yep. Like, we had Africa. We had, like, um, the tropical islands. We had, like... Uh, Brazil was one of them? Yeah, like, was four, four was kind of like, I don't know the exact location, oh, but yeah. it was kind of like a Brazilian-type place. Yeah. Um, 
But yeah, I, I think it looks really interesting. They did really or they did reveal three uh characters. Um one was a did you watch the character reveals of the different no. the different yeah, each character has their own like one minute trailer. I don't know if you watched it, Max. I didn't, well, I didn't but know that was a thing. There's yeah, there's like a one of them's a girl, I can't remember her name, but she like runs uh she runs like the local bar and like she's talking about how like these people have overtaken things and like and as she's talking, she's making like a Molotov cocktail and she just sits it on the counter and then it ends. <laughs> and then the second one is like this priest or preacher and he's talking. And while he's talking, you don't realize what he's doing, but he's like loading guns. And then uh, the other one is like the local repair can't uh, repair canic repair mechanic guy uh, that's like <laughs> fixing a plane. And like right at the end, he like puts like a turret on a plane. Because you're going to be able to fly planes in this game, which I don't think you've been able oh. to do planes before. I know you've been able to do like helicopters and stuff, but I don't know yeah. if you've been able to do planes. Nice. So there's, there's going to be muscle cars. There's going to be big rigs. It, it sounds like the tri-state. America. <laughs> it sounds like America. Uh, <laughs> Maxwell, what did you think? I know that you probably watched me play Far Cry, but I don't know if you played Far Cry yourself. Uh, no, I, I this one does have a lot of appeal to it, which is funny. <laughs> um, maybe it's just a touch of home. But <laughs> it, it does seem to follow like that there's like a, a cult in a sense around like a, a, some kind of religion thing. And I guess that's like the ultimate like uncovering here, which is interesting that that kind of cult thing plays into a lot of different movies, TV shows and uh, the leftovers on HBO is, a, you know, you guys have seen that, right? Yeah. yeah. Yes. That's. I just started picking that back up from season two. Um, I, I had to get caught up. Oh man, that is a good show. Um, I forgot that I'd watched that uh, before I moved. But yeah, that that's uh, reminded me of that, and it does have. Uh, it looks really good. I'm yeah. Uh, so one cool thing that I found out is that uh, because in previous Far Cry games you could always do there's usually like two player co op or there's online multiplayer. However, it was only like doing certain things like the last game or far cry 4 like you could go around you could capture points together um like capture camps and stuff but this game is going to be fully co-op through the entire campaign that's awesome which will be awesome uh so that i think that's going to be really cool uh the game actually is uh, slated as of now to come out february 27th of next year cool so uh so that'll be really neat um which is really strange because uh I wonder if they're going to be sweating a little bit because Red Dead is moving back to the spring. No, I don't think that's yeah, yeah. Be a problem. Yeah, I don't. I I bet you there are a lot of people that are this fall that's glad that Red Dead's not coming out. Oh yeah, because <laughs> everybody. Yeah, everybody. Um, all right, real quick, I just want to kind of dive into some stats real quick. So, Justin, you and I, we pretty much buy our games only digital, right? Yep. Maxwell, how many games have you bought digital? Any at all? Um, on my Wii physical. U, I bought Earthbound. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so one of the big things is digital sales are actually up 9% year over year. Uh, and actually, in the month of April, they did $7.7 billion, which is ridiculous. Is. To think somebody did $7.7 billion in digital sales. Now, this is kind of across all platforms. Um, so EA actually dominated digital console sales with FIFA 17 and Battlefield 1. Battlefield 1 really had, didn't surprise me. However, I don't think I realized how popular FIFA really is. I didn't realize that was like a oh, huge game. Oh, it's one of the most popular games in the world. Yeah, so so FIFA was actually, I think, number one on the console list, for, and then Battlefield was number two. Um, while Maxwell's favorite game on PC, League of Legends, 
Oh, yeah. Um, and there's a first-person shooter also called Crossfire, which I have not played. Those two topped uh, PC sales list for digital downloads. Which, uh, this is just downloads, not for dollars, right? Well, no, this is this is for dollars because League of Legends, you can spend real money currency to... Right, so that just yeah. blows oh my, my mind because the game itself is free, but it has in-game <coughs> purchases, so... Yep. That's insane. Just yeah. like uh, just like Clash Royale uh, and Monster Strike are the top-selling games on mobile platforms. So you wow. all know Cla- uh, Clash of Clans. Mm-hmm. Clash Royale is essentially the same thing, except it's more just fighting each other. Um, and that's a free game as well. Both those are free games. That's awesome. Um, I know that I read a pretty interesting article from the creators of uh, the Clash of Clans that uh, that game is so big that when it was it was before it even went to Android, it was iOS only. That that game in because you can buy those like green gems to help speed up like stuff being built in the game. That game was revenue uh, was gaining two million dollars in revenue a day just from people what? buying for buying fake currency. Yeah. Take my real dollars and turn yeah. them into fake game dollars. Yeah, Gosh, dude. We, we're what, doing it What wrong. have we... <laughs> yeah, that's what I was going to say. What have we done in our life that we didn't yeah. think of that? Um, real quick, you mentioning the uh, digital sales made me remind myself to check the Xbox One deals that go live every week at 8. And Maxwell, I know it's Xbox, but he already Alien did. Isolation, the collection's on sale for 16 bucks this week. He already owns it on PlayStation. Well, you don't own it, though, do you? Good time for you to pick it up on Xbox, season pass. Are they having a pretty big sale, are they? It's a decent size sale. You guys need to get it and play it and stream it. I I do have it, but I don't have the season pass. I wish they would update on... I would buy that game if they updated on PSVR. If they would update PSVR for it. Um, All right, so guys, that does it for our gaming news. Does anybody have anything they want to add before we move on? No? Maxwell looks content. You look content? Well, I am also content, so now it's actually time to hear a word from our friends. Hi everyone, my name is Mystique Siren. I am partnering up with the guys at Nerds with Mics, and I stream on Twitch. You guys can follow me at twitch.tv forward slash Mystique Siren, um, but you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter. Um, I always post whenever I go live, so you guys know, and you don't ever miss a stream. I mainly stream Destiny, but I also stream Battlefield, Overwatch, and Borderlands. Um, MMOs, RPGs, first-person shooters, I love them. So um, I will see you there. So just follow. Thanks, bye. Hey, it's Nick from the NB Experience YouTube channel. Do you like new and retro video games? Do you like to laugh at stupid and inappropriate things? Do you like to watch people fail more often than not? If you answered yes to any or all or even none of these questions, check out the NB Experience on YouTube, VidMe, Twitch, and Twitter. I feature a wide variety of games from Pokemon to Super Smash Brothers to Shaq Fu. Subscribe to the NB Experience for this and much more. What's up guys? Welcome to another episode of Two Guys with Raging Goals. I'm Mikey and this is Adam and every Friday every Friday we bring you a conversational podcast where we put together this set. Yes. We do real good work here. Yep. There we go. Pikachu. Alleluia. Every Friday, we bring a conversation to this table, and we discuss it for your enjoyment. Yes. If you like that, you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, at Two Guys with Raging Goals. You can also head on over to Patreon.com slash Two Guys Raging. Throw us a couple bucks, keep the lights on, get exclusive perks, like the all-new Harry Potter series, Muggles at Large. You can also listen to Adam <laughs> click a pen like a psychopath. And we're back. Um, we want to thank everybody that's currently 
like to partner with us because yeah. that's a big thing for us. Um, and we would appreciate if you guys go and check them out because, um, you know, what's funny is like most of these people we just kind of stumbled upon, right? So uh, a couple of them are our friends that we know, um, but they actually provide some really good content. So make sure you guys go and check them out. So, Justin, I don't even want to turn it over to you because this story makes me extremely sad. Really? Really sad. All right. Well, the first part shouldn't. So Silicon Valley has been renewed for a fifth season. And, you know, I love that show. Travis loves that show. Maxwell would love that show if he gave it a chance. <laughs> but, give me that HBO uh, account. Yeah. Give him that login. Okay. <laughs> but um, it's just a really good show. And one of the things that makes the show so great is the portrayal of Ehrlich Bachman by the comedic genius that is Bachmanity. Yeah, T.J. Miller. I'm a big T.J. Miller fan. Yeah. He's what drew me to that show. I've been a fan of his work since before the show. I love that show. I love that man. No. <laughs> TJ. No. Um, he was the best part and worst part at the same time of the last Transformers movie. Best part because Bear he was movie? in it. Set, uh, worst part because he died like right off the bat. Okay. Oh, straight up did. Yeah. Um, so when this news broke that the new season was coming out, I was really happy. Yeah. yeah. Then a couple hours later, it came out that T.J. Miller would not be returning after Do we know the why? season. Well, <clears throat> HBO, the official statement is they have agreed to mutually split. Oh. A BuzzFeed writer has said that he received his finale script and saw he had been written out. And allegedly, he is difficult to work with. Um, he is a big personality, and... Everything is going right for him right now. I wonder if yeah. he's expensive, too, for that show. Probably. I mean, when that show came out, it was basically Mike Judge and T.J. Miller were the only two people with names. Like yeah. Martin Starr had been seen before. Uh, uh, Zach Woods had been seen before, but they weren't household names. T.J. Miller wasn't really a household name, but he was the closest thing to one. So it could be that he is more expensive. I also kind of think that he has this stand-up special with HBO coming out. I kind of think they could be doing what they did with Danny McBride, and they're just reloading him basically for a new show. Because with Danny McBride, they did both seasons of Vice Principals at the same time. They've aired one season. They haven't aired season two yet, but they're already working on the next one, the next show that they're going to do. Yeah, they just have Danny McBride in their back pocket, like, make a new show, you know. So I wonder if he's going to kind of be in the same vein as that, or if he's just... A turd to work with, and he got fired. <laughs> I don't know. It's In other T.J. Miller news, uh, he is going to have a lot more. Um, he's confirmed that he's going to have a lot more. Uh, I guess one-liners or whatever in Deadpool two. Good. Yeah. yeah. Um, but Travis, I want to ask you: with him leaving, how many more seasons realistically do you think this show will go on? I honestly don't know if it'll go past six. So two more after this one. Yeah. I could see that being the case, but then I look at shows like Veep. And it's like on season, what, eight or nine? Yeah, but then again, I also just think like... One thing One thing that's going strong for this show is the tech world is always changing. Yeah. There will always be material. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. I I just love T.J. Miller. So I know. Much. I'm just so bummed out. I mean, the rest <laughs> of the cast is great. And do I think the show can stand on, on its own without T.J. Miller? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, Maybe they'll bring know. in somebody else that will help uh, boost the ratings after they lose him one season. That's possible. Have you noticed that this season they've kind of, he hasn't really had a purpose? Yeah. 
I'm kind of curious of how they're going to write him out. Yeah. So I don't it, know. it'll be interesting. Anyways, uh, you got some more news for us. Well, look at that. I sure do. Uh, <laughs> Netflix has an upcoming movie and TV show that I'm very excited about. The first one is a movie called Shimmer Lake that stars Rain Wilson, Adam Pally, John Michael Higgins, Ron Livingston, and Rob Corddry. Uh, what drew me to this show is it has our movie has a very it has a very Fargo feel to it, uh, a very dark kind of humor, but with the graphic violence that we all know and love. Uh, IMDb defined it as uh, an inventive crime thriller told backwards. Um, it's reversing day by day through a week, following a local sheriff's quest to unlock the mystery of three small town criminals and a bank heist gone wrong. Sounds interesting. That almost sounded like you just copy and pasted that. You know somewhere. what? I may have. <laughs> At least I signed to my sources. That's right. I, you know, I'm kind of concerned, Justin. Like you talked about playing Jason and how violent that was. Now you're talking about this show being violent. Is there something we need to talk Maybe. about? I don't know. <laughs> uh, but this movie comes out June 9th. Uh, the next show coming. Uh, the next one is a show called Ozark, which uh, it's a family crime drama starring Jason Bateman and Laura Linney. And their family basically gets wrapped up in the drug business, and they begin laundering money to pay people off. It looks very depressing, very dark. <laughs> yeah. And it comes out July 21st. It's really strange to hear Jason Bateman and drama in the same sentence. I know. I don't. Have you ever seen Bad Words with him? Is it? Yes, I have seen it. The Spelling that. Bee movie? Have you yes. seen that? Yeah, 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 yeah. So funny. That was it good. Is good. So, so good. It is good. Yeah. Uh, in other Netflix news, I'm actually going to ride this train a little bit too. You ride it. Yeah, I'm riding it. All right, so Netflix has actually uh, announced that they are going to make a TV adaptation of the video game The Witcher, which I haven't really played a lot of The Witcher, but I know anybody that plays The Witcher loves it, says it's amazing. Um, Wait, did you say you haven't played it? I, I have it, but I haven't really gotten into it, no. You're missing out, man. Did you beat it? I haven't beaten no, I don't think anybody has. Do you beat any video games? Yeah. Okay. What's the last video game you beat? Uh, Rainbow Six, that doesn't count. That's not a game you can beat. <laughs> I, I, I couldn't tell you. I don't remember. All right, then. <laughs> I've been playing too much Siege. Okay, that's what it is. <laughs> Zelda? But anyways, nope. No, I'm waiting for the DLC. Oh I told gosh. you guys that just, a couple weeks ago. Yeah, just do it. Maxwell, I mean, look at Maxwell. Look how depressed he's looked this whole episode because yeah, why would I he, hasn't play, he hasn't played Zelda in so long. Yeah. Supposedly, Maxwell, if you um, if you already purchased like, the Game Pass, it's 20 bucks. There's already content they're starting to give you in it. I mean, they haven't officially released stuff yet, but there's a couple of chests they give you. You can even get a Nintendo Switch shirt that you can put on Link. I know you want that shirt. <laughs> wow, that would really kill the whole mood. Uh, yeah, yeah, I know, right? For real. Yeah, on but, my uh, Wii U. Yeah, so <laughs> anyways, if you're a fan of The Witcher, uh, there hasn't been any details really announced yet other than they have confirmed that it's happening. Uh, and I don't remember if we talked last week. Did, did we talk about the Castlevania being... Mm-hmm. We did? Okay. I, so. I, could, I couldn't remember if we did or not. But anyways, that's also coming as well. Maxwell? Wink. My turn. So with Star Wars coming up, if you had an invitation to hang out with Mark Hamill, would you? Yes. I'm all about the Hamilton. Oh, Hamill, baby. <laughs> well, me too. <laughs> of course I would. So, uh, but here's the thing. Adam Driver feels very differently uh, and during the making of The Last Jedi, he said, Nuh-uh, Luke Skywalker, I ain't hanging out with you. No, no, no. Mark no, uh, no, no. Hamlet yeah, sent him an invitation saying, you know, we should get to know each other because, hey, look, in this uh, world, I'm your uncle. And so we would have clearly <laughs> have had some kind of time knowing each other. Um, 
you know, before things go south. But Adam Driver said no. He he doesn't want to have like a good positive relationship with Mark during this, and he's uh, somewhat of an uh, what is that uh, method actor. So that's he's no Jared Leto going crazy and giving people like dead things or whatever. But he he doesn't want to, I guess, spoil the uh, hatred between the two of them in the film. So like he hates Mark Hamill just for this role. I guess that's sad. He doesn't want to be his friend anyway. He doesn't want to take that time to get to know each other, which is Adam Driver is sneaky. Yeah. at being one of the best actors we have right now. Very very sneaky. Like, he doesn't come off as being a great actor, but he is an amazing actor. Does that make sense? Do I sound stupid saying that? No. Do I don't, oh, we don't I have any... No, uh, we don't have it in here at all, do we? Um, What's that? That trailer that, for that? Yeah, that trailer we all watched. Logan Lucky. <laughs> that looks so good. And he's it in looks it. Like, it looks, yeah. So let's talk about that real quick. So okay. Adam Driver. He's got one arm. Yeah. He's got yeah a, a prosthetic arm. We yeah. got... Um, Tatum. Yes. Channing Tatum. A naked uh, Daniel Craig. Yes. <laughs> no peeking. Daniel Craig. And this is from, was it the writers that did Ocean's 11 and 12? Steven Soderbergh. Okay. Uh, 11, 12, and something else. Um, uh, Magic Mike. Oh. I'm glad you knew that, not me. <laughs> well, I watched the trailer. <laughs> um, but they all are very country. I don't know where this it's, is supposed to take shot place. in our hometown. Charlotte, I think. That's where the speedway is they're going to. Shot in our hometown? What? No, it was, no, a, it was a joke because everybody's oh. so hillbilly. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, but, uh, well, first of all, Travis didn't seem too impressed by the trailer. He was like, that was weird. It but is Maxwell weird. Maxwell and I were like, this is amazing. It's, oh, it's going to be fantastic. It's just oh, really wait. strange. And it, I don't know honestly, how I feel about I, it yet. Like, I want to be in that movie just because of how well they all did their accents. <laughs> oh, Seth MacFarlane's also in it as well. He's the guy that gets punched in the very beginning. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. It looks fantastic. Ka- so, Katie Holmes, Hilary Swank. I mean, it's got a great cast. Massive cast. Yeah. Will, yeah. yeah. What's the name of it again? Logan Lucky. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it's about uh, two brothers attempt to pull off a heist during a NASCAR race in North Carolina. Beautiful, buggy buggy, North Carolina. Best plot I've ever heard. Yeah, yeah. All right, uh, so guys, I know that was kind of exciting news. <coughs> Star Wars is exciting news. Netflix, all this stuff, but none of that fucking compares to oh, my God. next topic. Okay, <laughs> and it was just really a waste of our this forty-two minute waste of time to get to this point. I know you guys loved Avatar and have been pestering me for months for updates. And I'm happy to tell you that I have some news today. Okay? Gosh, yes! So, some weirdos think that 11 years between films is too long and will hurt the franchise. But James Cameron has no worries about this. And when questioned, he reminds the world that there was a seven-year gap between Alien and Aliens as well as between Terminator and T2 Judgment Day. Yeah, that's still four less years. Yeah, but <laughs> just imagine how great it's going to be now, because those oh, two God. sequels, which were his, are two of the best sequels of all time, and he may actually be onto something here, because... Yeah, I was going to say, think about it's it. hard to argue with that. There was three years between Star Wars and The Empire Strikes Back, and The Empire Strikes Back is the greatest sequel of all time. That's yeah, that's pretty good. That's science. Science. I can't. You can't argue with it. Um, I I know there are going to be a lot of movies where we can talk about the opposite of this, though. Yeah. But Eleven years is it really is a long time. 
Um, yeah. But this guy is the king of sequels. But he doesn't usually do the first movie. Uh, if he's the king of sequels, where's Titanic 2? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. From the depths. <laughs> yes. Um, as for the next film, it's not just, hey, let's film Avatar 2 and see how this goes so we can make more sequels. No, it's, hey, we're going to film Avatar 2 and 3 and 4 and 5 all at the same time and then oh release them year after year. So it takes Which, 20 remember, Lord of the Rings did years this. Done. Yeah. Which Lord of the Rings did this. I don't know if uh, The Hobbit did it. I know for sure at least yeah. two out of the three Lord of the Rings, if not all three of them, were filmed just continuously. Um, and we know those went well. So, but wait. I know you guys thought I was done with Avatar, but there's more, okay? So try to take a deep breath, get your heart to calm down, because I know you're super pumped after what I just told you. Yes. So while we will see Sam Worthington, Zoe Saldana, Sigourney Weaver, and Stephen Lang return, uh, they have added in Cliff Curtis, among many other new cast members. Now, Cliff Curtis is known for his roles in Fear the Walking Dead, Risen, The Last Airbender, and many other films. Also... These are going to make going to take place mostly underwater, which is really strange. Um, and if all goes yes. well, we can watch it in 3D without glasses, which is apparently already a thing. You just have to adjust the slider on the side. Yeah. <laughs> 3DS? Uh, yeah. Um, two things. <laughs> One, we left out Sebastian Stan on Logan Lucky. Uh, Mark Hamill Jr.? Anyone? No. no. You don't know who that is? He's in no. the Avengers. He's uh, Bucky. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. She starts a nerd podcast. Um, <laughs> and then, uh, two, uh, you mentioned they were filming all those movies at the same time. And it got me thinking about Star Wars and the passing of Carrie Fisher. Do you think that movie franchises may take that rock going forward in the event of like a, a star dying? It's a good question. I, I mean, I don't think so, but... I wonder if that's why they do this. That and I've, so that they're not massively aged in between them. That's, yeah. Especially if they're taking 11 years apart. Yeah. Sigourney Weevil would be dead by the third one. To be fair, the fact that 11 years have gone by and not one of them has died is remarkable. Yeah. Especially after 2016. Yeah. So it's been so long since I've seen Avatar. Did Stephen Lang not die at the end of that movie? I don't remember who survived and didn't, but um, yeah. Stephen Lang is the guy from uh, a lot of stuff. He's the guy, uh, what was it, Don't Whisper or Hold Your Breath or Don't Breathe, <laughs> something, the horror movie. I know Did you, you. Oh, I thought you farted. Justin, you know what? <laughs> There's one that's called Don't Breathe about a, it's a blind lady, right? Blind man. Yeah. Uh, Is that Stephen there's Lane? one with a the blind lady too. But no, this guy's done. Uh, he's in a lot of. Hold on, Stephen. It's not the white-haired guy with the muscles. Yeah, don't. Yeah, don't breathe. Yeah, oh. he was the blind man and don't breathe. Okay. He was also in Isolation, Beyond Glory, Gridlock, a bunch of movies I haven't heard of. But he's also in Into the Badlands as well. So, which is a show I watch. So, so yeah. Needless to say, nah. Do we think, though, with these movies taking so long to come out, it's just going to get to a point that when they come out, it's going to be like, who cares? It honestly could reignite the series. Yeah. I mean, with nuts over that first one. Because you know what they're going to do is before they release them, they're going to start re-showing the first one in theaters. 
what's going to Oh, probably, happen. for sure. Now, with this thing opening up at Disney, or wherever it was, Disney? The I Avatar think... Pandora World oh, Experience yeah. Yeah. thing? Yeah. Um, I mean, that might be enough to drive people's attention back into the franchise. So we'll have to see how that goes. Yeah. It's just opened up. Yeah. Hey, you're prepared for this podcast. Sorry. Was, oh, I'm normally two weeks in a row. Monday. God bless. Sorry. Anyways, <laughs> speaking of box office, so we all know this is Memorial Day. So Memorial Day weekend is this year is the lowest grossing weekend in box office history since 1999. So almost 20 years, guys. This yep. is this is the lowest. Now, I don't understand why. I mean, we got two huge movies, Baywatch. Yeah, with The Rock. With The Rock and that guy with the eight-pack. What's his name? He was in High School Musical. Um, What's his Zac name? Zac Efron. Yeah, Zac Efron. And then we also have Pirates of the Caribbean, which is like the fifth one, right? Maybe. Yeah. So anyways, um, that released this weekend, but we also still have Alien Covenant in theaters. Maxwell loved that movie. And then also Guardians of the Galaxy 2 is also still playing. Um, but this has actually been the lowest since... Guess, anybody want to take a... Well, you guys can read the notes, but anybody want to take a, a guess of what movie was in theaters Memorial Day you take weekend? A, you take a guess, well, <laughs> I think you might know it. Yeah. Come on, Max. I want you to tell our um, listeners... Let me guess, because it's definitely not in the notes, and it's definitely not what you told us before the show started. I'm going to guess Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace. By God, you got it. Oh. <laughs> I just yeah. was out of the dark there, man. What does he win? Uh, he'll be getting a package very soon. Oh, God. Yeah. Wink. Wink. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so in 1999, Memorial Day weekend, Star Wars Phantom was, uh, was out, uh, which is hard to believe. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think, speaking of which, like doubling back to Avatar being underwater, do you think they're going to have a merger? It's going to be like, the is it the Gungans? Is that who lived underwater in the Phantom Menace? Jar Jar's oh. people? <laughs> Jar Jar's people? The Gungans? You know, this is how bad Avatar is. The Gungans would make me more interested in Avatar than what I Oh, already. my gosh. Yeah. Wow. That's a lot of hatred. That is that is yeah. such a lot of hatred. Speaking of box office. Uh, wait, wait. If it's taken underwater, maybe this is Titanic 2. Oh, my gosh. Two birds with one stone. Yes, yes. Is there any other movies that, that you feel should have uh, a sequel that doesn't? Or an if underwater theme that doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> Maxwell, is there anything you think should have a sequel that doesn't? Um, you know, there are a lot of movies out there that have been massive hits that people want sequels, but um, I think could potentially just ruin them if they did it. Yeah. Um, I think Pasha the Christ would be a good one. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> um, with all of the horror movies that have like 10 sequels um, and they aren't very good, I wish Scream would have gotten some more sequels. How many do they have? Three? Uh, there's four total, yeah. Four? That's yeah. a lot. Yeah. That's such a good, that's a try- good movie series, though. It's fun. I'm trying to think of something that I wish would have got a sequel, and nothing's popping out to me. Back to the Future? Uh, but are we saying, like, well, there was just one of? Yeah, yeah, just one of. Ooh. Boy, uh, b- 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 oh, my gosh, what was that? Um, That movie of Corey Feldman when they were vampires. Lost Boys? Yeah. That is a great movie. I would have liked to have seen a uh, Big Trouble in Little China. Yeah, 
We're getting a reboot, though, with The Rock. Oh, gosh, yeah. I can't. You I can can't. continue to think about it. Yeah, I don't know. So, did you watch Jurassic World, the new one? No. Oh, my God. How'd I guess? Maxwell, you <laughs> watched it, you obviously, oh, of right? Of course, yes. And it, and it was fantastic. Chris Pratt. You being such a big Parks and Rec fan, how are you not going to support your boy, Chris Pratt? I don't know. Anyways. Terrible person. That was so his guys, first movie out of... Uh, no, Guardians was his first movie out yeah. of... Guardians. Yeah. So, guys, we actually have a new title for the new Jurassic World movie. What is it? I need y'all to wait for it. It's Jurassic World 2. Ooh, that's a good one. That's going to stick. <laughs> it is. It's going to stick. I'll so, never forget that title. Yeah, I'll never forget. Now, this is two wait, claw what's it called, marks. what's Yeah, two claw marks. It, oh. Yeah. yeah. I like it. It kind of reminds... Yeah. I don't know what I was going to say. It reminds me of. Never mind. Which right. is confirmed uh, uh, there will be more Indominus Rex, which I think is the name of that thing. And they're going to bring yeah. in a lot more practical effects like in the first Jurassic Park. Which is Sweet. super cool because I think the last one it was like almost all digital, but yeah. it looks great. And we're, also, you know. and we're also gonna see more Jeff Goldblum because he's in every movie. Yes, right. So, um, yeah, they actually just wrapped up shooting in England, and uh, they decided to have a mini like wrap party for 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 wrapping up. And the name was the name and logo was revealed there. So uh, we don't have, I don't think we have a release date yet, do we for Jurassic? Shame on me for not uh, being better prepared. Tell uh, everyone a joke while you look it up. I uh, don't have a joke. Okay. Do you have a joke? You could have just said your life. Oh, oh my. G- wow. Okay. I'm well, sorry. anyways, I think I'm going to go ahead and start moving towards the close of the show so I don't start to cry on there. Anyways, um, so let's think happy thoughts. Sorry. Um, so this weekend, Justin here. He's getting married, guys. Getting married. Tying the knot. Knocking the boots. Uh, oh, never mind. Anyways, so uh, so when we think about getting married, we think happy thoughts, right? You, are you excited? Yeah. You want to poop your pants yet? Uh, not yet. Not yet. Ask me on Thursday. Don't, you don't lock up your knees. Don't yeah, stand straight-legged. Yeah. you got to have some slack in those knees because otherwise you'll pass out. Okay. Yeah, I'll ask you on Wednesday when we're having that bachelor party. All right. Titty City, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Anyways, uh, so we're thinking happy thoughts makes us think and makes us want to know from our listeners and our viewers with your eyes, uh, what was the best choice you ever made in your life? I'm hoping next week when Justin tells us, he might be able to say it was getting married, but it may not be. We don't know. You'll have to stay tuned to find out. But yes, we want to know what was the best choice you've ever made in your life, whether that is getting married getting divorced, uh, picking a certain job, um, whatever it may be. Kids. Yeah, kids. Um, not even having if they're kids. accidents. <laughs> yeah, not having kids. Um, yeah, so we would just want to know what you think the best best thing you've ever done in your life is or decision that you've ever made. So doesn't have to be geek-related. No, it doesn't have to be geek-related. If you want to get deep and you want I mean, to get cheesy, I don't Breath care. of the Wild. Yeah, and keep in mind. That's fine. You can tell us. Yeah, and keep in mind. All the stuff that you guys submit is completely anonymous, so yeah. you don't have to worry about being embarrassed if you're being too cheesy or anything like that. Perfectly fine. We just want to know what what the best choice of your life was. So, uh, but yeah. So, but now uh, it's time to get into pick of the week. But I feel that? good about that. It was perfect on my end. 
Yes. Not Which means it was definitely not in sync. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's gotta be May. Oh, not that in sync. Anyways. Um Justin, we're gonna start with you. What your pick is. I talked about a lot earlier in the show, but Friday the thirteenth is my pick of the week. Uh, if you wanna know why, just rewind the show back to I don't know, thirty minutes or so back. Yep. Yep, thirty <laughs> minutes back. I'm, I might actually get it. I'm thinking about it. Do it. Uh, yeah. So, all right, Maxwell, what's yours, buddy? Mine is Girl Boss on Netflix. Uh, it's great. It's just, it takes place in the early 2000s. This girl is just like, she's just a punk man. Like, she just gets into so much trouble, loses her job. Um, but she's super into finding retro clothing in secondhand shops. And she starts putting it on eBay. And then she's selling it for like way more than uh, she paid for it. And finding that there's some success to that. But it is extremely loosely based on a true story. Um, but it's pretty cool. And this, actually, watching the show has kind of revved me up, too, a little bit. As in, like, we got to do more with our lives instead of just sitting in a uh, business and selling for other people, I think. You know? Um, and I hope that one day we can look back and the question of what's the best choice you ever made in your life... I can say that, you know, we did this podcast or that we did this, I did this thing that created my own business or whatever. I just, it's a great show. It's hilarious. It's, it can be kind of deep and real sometimes, but for the most part, it's a comedy and uh, it'll hopefully just give you a little boost to do something exciting for yourself. Very cool. I'll have to check it out. I've not heard of it. Um, so my pick is actually, I know it sounds silly because it came out such, it seems like such a long time ago now, but mine is actually Horizon Zero Dawn. I actually finally made the time to sit down and play it. Um, I really enjoy it. It kind of reminds me, it's like a mixed uh, mixture of Uncharted meets Tomb Raider, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, the story is really good. The graphics are really good. Uh, and I like the dialogue system. It's very much kind of like Bioshock where you it gives you the wheel and you kind of get to choose what your responses are when you're having conversations with people. Um, and that's been really cool. Um, but, yeah, so if you haven't played it uh, on PS4, I would highly recommend it. Uh, but, yeah, that's what my pick of the week is. So Nice. Does anybody have anything they want to add before we close? Nope. Everybody feel good? We're good. Good. Well, guys, we want to thank you all for listening. Y'all. Y'all. Well, thank y'all for listening, and uh, we look forward to hearing from you. Oh, God. Yeah, got to put it away. <laughs> As always, guys, we want uh, to make sure that you like and follow our Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, uh, and our Instagram. But more importantly, we also want to make sure that you also share that as well. Um, you can also reach to us via email at podcast at nerdswithmikes.com. Uh, and we also uh, want to make sure that you all know that we now have uh, our store back up on uh, on our website. And Justin is now supporting. Gee, look at that. Maxwell he bought himself look a shirt. Look at that. Yeah. So, uh, good. And, the, and I have to say, these do feel a lot softer than the last ones that we had. There's, there's, that's quality. Yep. Quality, guys. And um, everything's on sale right now. Yeah, everything's on sale. When you buy merchandise, uh, that also helps support our podcast as well. Keeps the lights on. Um, and then also we want to make sure that we mention again our Patreon page. Uh, if you guys haven't had a chance to check that out, uh, you can find that uh, by going to nerdswithmikes.com and clicking on the Donate tab at the top or at the bottom, and that will take you straight to our Patreon page. Uh, anything uh, that you want to donate, even if it's just as little as a dollar, it, it means something, uh, and we appreciate it. So uh, I think that's it. Let's call it a wrap, guys. <laughs>